Chalaperk Dalad Mishnah Yud, four ten. The Mishnah now says that that chal we talked about before, that's taken in Chutzlaretz, even the chal for the Kohen, meaning the second one, which could be eaten by a Kohen who's tummy, because it's not really chal at all, even that chal can't be brought into Eretz Yisrael. And the Mishnah says, Nitai Ish Tekoa, Nitai, who was the leader of the town of Tekoa, Tekoa is a city in Eretz Yisrael, Ish Tekoa, meaning he's a leader, as you see in the Mishnah Avos, Antignus Ishsocha, where the Tosiont of there says that he was the leader of the town, so it's so to hear. Now, even though Toko was in Eretz Yisrael and Nitai was from Eretz Yisrael, Hevi Chalos Mebetar, he brought Chalos, meaning Hafrashas Chala, from Betar, the city of Betar. Now, the, normally the city of Betar is in Eretz Yisrael. It was the uh, home base, the main city that uh, Bar Kokhba used as his capital in the rebellion, but this is not that Betar. This Betar is a Betar in Chutzlaretz. And therefore, these Chalas are Chalas that were separate in Chutzlaretz. And even though we're talking about even a second Chala that would be eaten by even a Kohen who was tummy, these Chalas were brought to Israel to be given to Kohanim over here. That was Nitai's intention. Velo Kiblu Memenu, but the Chazal in Eretz Israel said, no, you're not allowed to bring that into Eretz Israel because it's tummy, certainly. Remember, anything from Chutzlaretz is tummy. So it's forbidden. But what do they let them do with it? Nothing. The problem is the Kohanim couldn't eat it because since the actual challahs were Tameh, people might come to think it's motor to eat Tameh challah. Therefore, they couldn't eat it. They couldn't um, destroy it because not everyone knew that these challahs came from Chutzlaretz and therefore they would think that they're burning and destroying challah, which is Tahor. And they couldn't, they couldn't send it back because then people would think you're allowed to send challah from Eretz Yisrael into Chutzarat, which you certainly cannot do either. And therefore the din was that the challah should just be left aside where it was, and not given to any Kohen. And then on Erev Pesach it could be burned, because in Erev Pesach you can even burn truma and challah, which even if it's tahor, because of the Isra of having chametz on Pesach. The Mishnah continues with a very similar story, Anshe Alexandria, the men of Alexandria, that's a town in Egypt, so Chutzarat, Alexandria. They brought their challah from Alexandria. And again, the Chazal said, no, you're not allowed to accept this challah from Chutzarts for the very same reasons. The reason why the Mishnah says the same case twice here is because in the first case, since Nitai was from Eretz Yisrael and just was on a trip to Chutzarts, people might be confused um, as to the origin of this challah, and that might be the reason you would think that uh, the challah is restricted. But... Um, this second case here tells you that even if it's, everyone knows it's from Chutzlaretz, it's still forbidden. The Mishnah has one more case now, which is unrelated, but just as similar in as much as the Chazal were refusing to accept something from Chutzlaretz. Here it says, Anshe Har Tzavoim, the men of the place called Har Tzavoim, this is a place in Eretz Yisrael. Heviu Bikurehem Kodomatseres. They brought their Bikurim, meaning their first fruits. We have Mesechus Bikurim coming up very soon, Be'ez Hashem. They brought their first fruits, meaning... Um, their first ripening wheat and barley, or olives, dates, figs, grapes, or pomegranates, which are brought to the Mikdash and given to Kohanim after being um, presented in front of the Mizbeach. But the rule is that the bringing of Bikurim only should occur after Shavuos, the Chag, which the Mishnah refers to as Atzeres. But these people, Heviu Bikurim Kodom Atzeres, they brought it before Shavuos. And therefore, it couldn't yet be offered. And the Chazal there, the rabbis in the base Mikdash said, no, take these Bikurim back and come back another time. Because there's a Pasuk in the Torah that says, it'll be only in the, the holiday of the 
harvesting, referring again to Shavuos, that's at Saris, when the wheat is cut. Bikurei, you'll bring your the grain product, that's the Bikurim, the first grain product, which is the Shtehalechem, those are the two breads that are waved as part of the offering of the special carbon that's brought on Shavuos. And then Masecha Sher Tizra Besade. After that, you can bring other things that were um, planted in your fields, including other korbanos that are made out of meal and relevant here, your bikurim. So again, the point is that you're not allowed to bring bikurim prior to the waving offering of the shtehalechem in the base of Mikdash. Now, just to cl- and therefore they rejected it and they sent them back with their bikurim. Now, normally the rule is that when a bikurim is brought to the base of Mikdash uh, prior to Atzeres, they don't bring it. They don't they don't do the pro- procedure, but they can leave it there for later. Here they actually sent these people from Hartzavon packing and took, made them take their Bikurim back with them. Um, the reason why is because even though Bidyevid, if a person would bring Bikurim before Atzeres, Bidyevid, um, it, it's he's Yotzi, it's done. That's a Mishnah in, in uh, Menachos, in the 10th parak. Um, but the evidence, okay. But these people from Hartzavon were prominent people, and we were concerned, the Chazal were concerned, that if people saw these guys bringing their Bikurim early, so then other people would pattern their behavior after their behavior, and I'll start bringing more Bikurim early before Atzeris, which is unacceptable. And therefore, just an example, they totally rejected these Bikurim from Hartzavon, sending them back. Um, sending them back. Uh, it's worth just noting a subtlety in the text. It doesn't say. When the when the mission here says because there is a verse, um, it doesn't say the usual um, language of the mission like a shneamar as it says. Because what's driving this is not a pasuk, meaning it's not a mitzvah to araisa to reject the bikurim. It's simply that the rabbis wanted to uphold the value that you see in the pasuk that it shouldn't be brought before chagakatsir, and therefore to uphold that value and sort of to make it in people's minds, they sent the bikurim back home. That wasn't a requirement, but they sent the Bikurim back home to Hartzavon um, to set an example to uphold Bipnei Akasov Shabbat Torah because of what the sentiment of the Pasuk in the Torah was.